Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps. Here today for our uh, now monthly installment of our anticipated television premieres. If you listened to the last episode, you technically already heard uh, our October preview. Uh, but this is a more in-depth one with you know the new dates, mostly for Netflix and HBO shows that came out since uh, that initial you know discussion at the end of August. So there will be some new stuff on here uh, that mostly entirely on my list that I'm looking forward to uh, uh, hitting Netflix or on HBO or whatnot. Uh, so I guess we'll start right away here. I believe you actually get to go first since we go chronologically through this uh, with uh, one of your many shows you're looking forward to the premiere this month. Yes, October 2nd. It's the third season premiere of SEAL Team. Uh, so it just continues the story. Looking hmm. forward to the... I'm actually looking forward to the part where they're not actually being SEALs and doing missions and their home life part is the more interesting story in this. Okay, so that's what that's about? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, then we'll head on to the fourth uh, for two uh, Netflix premieres. Uh, firstly, of course, Big Mouth is returning for its third season. Uh, now, you know, I've not been quite as in love with Big Mouth as everyone else uh, has been pretty much uh, in the critic sphere, you know. I, I've enjoyed it at times, um, but, you know, I'm hoping that this third season can finally pull together, uh, you know, everything relatively well. We'll see. Uh, and then Raising Dion is the other Netflix show. This is a new show uh, that is apparently based on a comic book uh, in which a single mother raises a young son who begins to demonstrate supernatural abilities. Uh, so we'll just see kind of what this is, how this works and everything. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how it, you know, how it progresses. Uh, then we move forward to October 6th uh, for, I believe, what will be a total of three shows that we're looking forward to. Mm. Uh, the one we share, of course, uh, I believe, uh, hitting, uh, starting up on the CW at 8 o'clock. It is uh, Batwoman. Yes. Now, uh, this could be interesting. Uh, my big issue is I've never really been super interested in any of these CW comic shows. I never really liked any of these, really. You know, The Flash or Arrow or uh, Gotham. I technically didn't watch at all after, like, the first two episodes. Uh, so maybe this can be the one that's interesting. Probably not, but... I'll be interested to see uh, if they manage to actually make it interesting. Yes, that will be interesting to see. I did watch Flash, The Flash, for a few years, but mm. yeah, they all seem to grow old after a while. So we'll see if this one can, can make it better. All right, I believe you have something else hitting network for us, don't you? On the 6th, mm -hmm. on ABC at 8 p.m. is a re revival of the classic show, Kids Say the Darndest Things. And this one's going to star Tiffany Haddish. Um, the old show, I believe, starred Art Linkletter. He'd just sit there and ask kids some silly questions, and they'd give some silly answers, and you laugh. And 
this I can't imagine there'd be a different theme or anything so we'll see how Tiffany handles it um, well uh, see the problem is or at least I think an issue is going to be that you're on network so you've essentially neutered the point of hiring Tiffany Haddish by having her on network TV basically so yes. you've neutered like 90% of her comedy. Of her comedy. So, you know. Especially at 8 p.m. Well, so. I mean, it doesn't really matter what time it's on network. So it doesn't really matter. Um, anyway, uh, also returning for its fourth and final season. Another great show coming to an end this year. Uh, over on USA at 10 o'clock, Mr. Robot, fourth and final season. Uh, will be starting up uh, this one unfolding over one week uh, in Christmas 2015. Uh, so we'll be interested to see uh, what this final season has in store for us. Uh, we fast forward one night to the 7th. Okay. Uh, at midnight over on Adult Swim, uh, Primal, a new mini-series from Jindy Tarkatovsky, the Samurai Jack creator. Uh, this being a dialogue-free show uh, exploring the a friendly, I assume, relationship between a caveman and a dinosaur. Uh, so this should be interesting, uh, both creatively and then also, you know, just kind of uh, on a artistic level of how they're going to pull off, you know, a dialogue-free series. We've seen interesting yes. dialogue-free episodes, you know, the BoJack dialogue-free episode, uh, or that maybe has like one line of dialogue in it. But, you know, uh, interested to see, you know, where this goes okay. as far as, you know, artistically how this is going to work. Um, then I think you're actually up next for us now. On the night. Yep. The CW at 9 p.m. Nancy Drew. Yes. The great young sleuth Nancy Drew, uh, adaption of the classic book series that was set, oh, written in the 40s or 50s or something. Um, so this, yes, there was a Hardy Boys Nancy Drew Mysteries way back in the 1970s, and this one's just going to have Nancy Drew as she solves some mysteries for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nancy Drew books, uh, well, the Nancy Drew mystery stories, uh, were published between the years of 1930 and 2003. Uh, there is still a branch ongoing, the Nancy Drew Diaries, uh, that started in 2013, uh, and the Nancy Drew Clue Book series, which started in 2015, huh. uh, started its publications there. Uh, but yeah, mostly, like, these were... You know, mostly, you know, popular in like the 70s and 60s and stuff. But yes. uh, somehow it's still uh, getting adapted uh, anyway. Uh, we move on to October 11th. Uh, over on Nickelodeon at 7 o'clock, Are You Afraid of the Dark? A revival of the uh, essentially a child-oriented version of the Twilight Zone. Uh, essentially, is what this originally was, uh, will be returning uh, to air on consecutive Friday nights. Uh, here, three-episode revival of the series Nickelodeon, 7 o'clock on October 11th. Hmm. 
then technically not TV, but the Breaking Bad movie is also that same day over on Netflix. I'll be looking forward to that. Technically not TV, though. Uh, so we head on into October 13th at midnight on AMC, Hip Hop, the Songs That Shook America, a documentary series about uh, the most important hip hop songs uh, to have come out since you know the late 80s. So hmm. uh, I'll be interested to watch some of that. Maybe not all of it. We'll see how interesting it ends up being. Uh, we move on to the 15th for two shows. One we share, one I know we don't. Uh, the one we, of course, don't. Both actually on USA, airing back-to-back. -back. Uh, first at 9, the second season of The Purge. Now, the first season was kind of up and down. Uh, you know, parts of it were interesting, parts weren't. Of course, that's just kind of how most Purge uh, products go. Uh, this second season looks to be a interesting take on the Purge, a different Purge story we've not really seen done before. Uh, instead of the classic, we start before the Purge starts and then we chronicle the whole 24-hour or the whole 12-hour Purge. Uh, this series is going to start two hours left in the Purge, and then we follow the repercussions of what transpired during the purge for the entire next calendar year leading up to the next purge. So I think this could be a interesting take. Unfortunately, that probably means you're losing out on the best part of last season, which was the, you know, all the killings that were very interestingly done. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the biggest appeal of the purge is how they come up with killing people. That's most of the appeal of most of these kind of movies anyway. Uh, so, you lose that, probably. I guess you could keep it. I really don't know. Uh, theoretically, in the Purge universe, basically no crime at all happens between the Purges. That's why they have the Purge. Anyway, um, so we'll, we'll see uh, kind of how this ends up being. It could be really boring. Okay. But it also could be very interesting, uh, this take they've decided to do on it. Huh. Then immediately following that at 10 o'clock... Uh, is Treadstone, yeah. a spinoff of the Bourne series, uh, which is going to follow the origins of the CIA's Black Ops program uh, as a group of agents around the globe are awakened to begin their missions uh, from the trailer and behind-the-scenes stuff uh, that I've seen. Uh, they, they have brought in movie-level stunt people, so this should be like deadly class-level great fight choreography and stunt work uh, that we're seeing in this series, which is nice to see uh, on, you know, on TV here. But should be interesting to see kind of where this goes, how much they're actually going to tie this into Bourne, really, also. So we'll, we'll see. Well, yeah. Um, yes, uh, it could be good. Of course, it could be a big flop. Well, that's the Bourne movies, too, so, so yeah. It's it's hard to say. Um, I mean, I don't know of any of these people, if any of them are from the Bourne films series or not. Obviously, um, the one that plays Jason Bourne is not in it. No, they didn't get Matt Damon for the TV so, series, no. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a move, but no. It looks like, I wonder if Jeremy Irvin is going to be... Jason Bourne. 
I doubt they're even going to bring Bourne into this. Oh, okay. If Matt Damon's not playing him, they never actually have Jason Bourne in it. Okay. So I highly doubt they're going to do that. They're not even going to have him. Okay. I doubt it. All righty. Um, although, let me check that, because they did make that one Bourne movie without uh, Damon, if I recall right. Um, yeah, the Bourne Legacy, they made one without um, Damon. Uh, and let me check here. Uh, no, so they did not even bring up Jason Bourne in this one. Uh, they have Jeremy Renner playing Aaron Cross, a new character. Uh, so, yeah, they don't, um, yeah, if they don't have Damon, they don't call him Bourne. Uh, so. That doesn't look like it. Uh, we'll move on now. I think that actually brings an end to you, doesn't it? Here? Yes. Yes, all right then. Everything else, me now, so. Uh, on the 18th, Amazon Prime uh, will be having a new uh, anthology series, Modern Love, based on the New York Times advice column of the same name. Uh, could be a, a fun, interesting, emotional ride that I'm looking forward to embarking on there. And then over on Netflix, Living With Yourself, a new show starring Paul Rudd in dual roles. Uh, an eight-episode comedy uh, about a man who undergoes a cutting-edge treatment to become a better person and winds up being replaced by a better version of himself. Uh, should be an interesting concept there. <laughs> okay. Uh, on October 20th, HBO at 9 o'clock, a long-awaited premiere of Watchmen. Uh, this new adaptation, uh, very loose from what they're saying here. Uh, of Alan Moore's seminal graphic novel. Uh, this coming to us from Lost Damon Lindelof, which is not what you really want doing this. Not a great sign when you got the guy that did Lost, and it's not J.J. Abrams. You got the other one uh, doing it. So, yeah. you know. Uh, but it's set in uh, an alternate history, present day U.S., in which superheroes have been outlawed, the internet does not exist. Robert Redford is president, and he will actually be playing himself. Uh, and the country is facing major racial unrest. Soundtracked by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, so that's a good, good starting point for me at least. Uh, so I'll be interested to see what they've cooked up here. And in true Lindelof fashion, this should be good first season. The rest pretty garbage. We'll see. Okay. Uh, um, Boy. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Lost takes like three years to get really, really awful. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we will head on to the following night. Also, HBO at 10 o'clock, uh, the new miniseries Catherine the Great, a four-part miniseries uh, with Helen Mirren playing the titular Russian empress who ruled for much of the 18th century. Uh, should be interesting to see this political drama unfold. We fast forward one more night, October 22nd, also at 10 o'clock, but on TBS, The Misery Index, a new game show starring oh. Jamila Jamil from The Good Place, uh, as well as the entire cast of Impractical Jokers, uh, for a comedic game show 
that rewards people for being stuck in a series of misery-inducing scenarios. I think this could be either wildly stupid, wildly funny, or knowing the Impractical Jokers both at the same time. Yeah, I plan on watching at least the first episode. At least the first episode. Just to see how silly or how stupid it is. Ah, okay. Basically. (laughs) Uh, We head on to October 24th. Netflix will be bringing us Daybreak. Uh, Another zombie series. We'll see if this works as well as uh, Kingdom from earlier this year did. Probably not. That's quite a high bar to clear. But nonetheless... Uh, This one is going to go for the Shaun of the Dead-style comedic treatment, uh, but also going to be set in a high school, although uh, it is more of a Mad Max-style high school than anything else. Uh, This, uh, you know, has director Brad Payton attached, which is an interesting choice. Uh, Matthew Broderick also starring in this, so... We'll see what this even turns out to be. It could be wonderful. Uh, speaking, as I did earlier, of emotional thrill rides to embark on, October 25th, uh, the sixth season of BoJack Horseman will be coming to Netflix. Uh, this is going to be also the final season for BoJack, uh, but they're doing the thing I don't like, which is they're releasing it in two parts. So the first half of it is, uh, October 25th, the other half is in January, so I guess that's fine, because I get to put it on two years' best of lists instead of just one, but, you know, okay, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, BoJack, uh, the first part of the sixth and final season, October 25th. Uh, looking forward uh, for that, uh, for sure. Then the second season of The Kaminsky Method will also be coming out on that same day. Um, you know, the first season was good. Definitely the best thing Chuck Lore's made in a long, long time, maybe ever, really, in my opinion. Uh, So, looking forward to seeing what he's got for the second season. Uh, And then, uh, Netflix is continuing to roll out and branch out the Nailed It brand uh, after three seasons of the main show in the last two years, and then the, what I thought was very bad, uh, Mexico edition earlier this year. Uh, They've continued to roll out, uh, you know, foreign entities of it with a France and Spain, uh, two of those coming out on October 25th. Um, you know, the big issue, at least for me, with the Mexico one, uh, you know, you didn't have Nicole Byer because you have to have it Spanish language because Nicole Byer, I presume, doesn't speak Spanish. I don't know that for sure, but I assume not. Um, so I'm assuming she won't be in either of these either, so that'll be... An issue, potentially. I don't know. This The host could be good, too. I don't know. Uh, but Nailed It, you know, generally, uh, really a great show. Very fun. Uh, my kind of cooking show, which is essentially, uh, we're going to laugh at how bad these people do. Oh. That's the whole point of it. Uh, and it's quite fun, I find. Uh, and then I have a few other things I'd like to mention. If they happen to premiere in October... I have not seen a date for these one way or the other yet. I assume they probably won't, but I never know for sure. Uh, so, of course, we got the two new Star Trek series on CBS All Access, uh, the animated Lower Decks, and then the Next Generation follow-up series, Picard. Uh, then over on HBO, they got Dimamonde and Lovecraft Country, two uh, horror-ish series I'm looking forward to uh, that I don't know a date for yet. Uh, mostly, this next one, I'm just interested to see 
how this is even going to function as a TV show. That being an Ellen DeGeneres spearheaded adaptation on Netflix of Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to work as a series, but oh. I'm interested to see what they've cooked up. Yes. Uh, the third season of Castlevania, also on Netflix. Uh, and uh, the first season of The Witcher. This is probably coming out this year. Uh, Netflix finally released a trailer for it like a month ago. Uh, after long talks of, because this was supposed to come out last year, and then they're like, "No, we're pushing it a year. Uh, we'll see." Uh, but very interested to see whenever The Witcher comes out, what it's got in store. Looking forward to that. And then um, these next two, I'm assuming, aren't coming out this year. I'm just gonna guess. Uh, so the third seasons of Atlanta and The Center, I'm assuming both aren't happening this year. Uh, but I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming they're not happening until next year, much like season 12 of Doctor Who. So, you know, I'm assuming they're waiting until next year for them. Why? I really don't know, but I assume that's what they're doing. Uh, well, Atlanta, it's probably Donald Glover was busy shooting, uh, no, Han Solo was last year, wasn't it? The yeah. Han Solo movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was last year, so I guess, uh, so yeah, he was busy shooting that twice last year. And then doing the Gambino record. So, yeah, he probably didn't have time to do Atlanta last year. And so maybe they're shooting it now. I don't okay. know. Um, and then, yeah, The Center. Uh, very interested to see a third season of that great mystery show there. Uh, so that's all I've got here. You got anything to add in that final camp there that I ran through? Nope. No? Nope. All right. Well, that is everything on TV that is premiering or returning uh, that we are looking forward to in the month of October. Uh, so thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show for more great content like this. And until that next episode, goodbye.